ready to talk some movies, Brennan? Yeah, okay. Well, let's go. Welcome to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Brennan. And this is our new supplemental content episode of Dongle Talk. Woohoo! This is where we have a general discussion on a topic chosen by you, the Dongles, as voted on in our Facebook group, Corrupted Youth Dongle Den. So if you aren't a member, join today. We'd like to expand our reach to our amazing listeners. You, the Dongles! This episode, which was, I think, voted on a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. But I was really excited to get this going. Uh, this one's going to be on Transformers. You it's... probably could tell, you know, from the title. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe one pa- podcast is rolling into another, and the listener's just like, whatever, what's next? Don't, not looking. Too busy working out. Or working. <laughs> yeah, working out. Nothing gets you pumped than us talking. <laughs> Put it on for a nice romantic evening. Honey, let's sit around, a candlelit dinner, eat a delicious meal, and listen to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. Wait, you listen to the Corrupted Youth Podcast too? Oh, God, you are perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so just very briefly, our first topic is what Transformers are. Maybe you've been in a coma since the early 80s, (laughs) or... I mean, odds are you probably know what they are. Uh, they're an imported toy from Japan that was repurposed by Hasbro and came out early 80s. Just robots that turn in the cars and other miscellaneous items. If you want more information on that, there's plenty out there. Yeah. I don't really want to get into that. But a couple of great sources as far as like Transformers history or just whatever characters, everything like that. Uh, my recommendations are like uh, Transformers, The Basics by Chris McFeely. So good. He is hands down the best. Yeah. The fact that I hear him referenced in other things, and he's on YouTube, mm-hmm. and everybody references that guy. <laughs> he is like the Pablo Hidalgo of Transformers. Which I guess is layering on another layer of nerd there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you don't know who he is, just look him up. He also draws really cool Transformers. He does, though. <laughs> And uh, secondary, I'd say check out Rodimus Primal. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's not quite the good value version of Chris McFeely. Yeah, he has a wide um, variety of topics, though, which I enjoy. Yeah. He talks about a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, check those guys out on YouTube. That's my recommendation for more information on Transformers. Second, we're going to discuss the toys. What is your experience with Transformers toys, Bren? Well, um, I was at a very ripe age when the Transformer movie came out. Not the movie, but a movie. Um, <laughs> so I was bathed in like all of the ads and stuff for Transformers toys. There's Transformers everything. Um, I, I did get a lot of toys. I couldn't name any of the ones I really had. I think I ended up destroying most of them, of like the new ones. 
Did I have a bumblebee? I feel like I had a bumblebee and an optimus. I can't really remember though. You did. I don't remember because that's around when they started, think they started breaking them up into classes. I mean, here's the thing. We're not experts on any of this stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Just, <laughs> don't write us angry emails. Yeah. Um, I remember getting a mudflap toy from the second Transformers movie, which that character was racist and annoying, but the toy was good. Um, no, I, it wasn't. Okay, transforming it was very hard, <laughs> but generally it's like model and both its vehicle and robot mode were pretty good. It was just getting between two, the both were was a hassle for you because I would always just ask you to transform it. Yeah, that thing was insane, but I don't feel like that was a very good time for Transformers toys. No, it really wasn't. I also got a, um, a Shockwave toy from Dark of the Moon. And that one, that toy was pretty cool, actually. I liked that design. Too bad he's not in the movie very much, but we'll get into those. Um, <laughs> but yeah, otherwise I had the toys that you had as a kid. Some uh, of them. Some of them, yeah. Most of them are gone. What was the name of the blue one? That was always my favorite. I uh, believe that was Hotspot. He was the main portion of the Protectobot combiners. Yeah, yeah, I remember because I'd always put him in his Protectobot mode and it was just a torso with little <laughs> nubs for arms and legs. Um that that one is cool though. I really like that toy. The older ones I enjoyed more. There's something about them, very simple, but they got the job done so effectively that like, I don't know. There wasn't like crazy complicated transformations or anything. There were they were all pretty simple. Yeah, and that's what I think worked out in their favor back then because they were so simple. They weren't. I'd I'd say like some of the more simple ones when they first came out were had slightly better transformations and say like some GoBots. Yeah. GoBots were trash, even though they came out first mm -hmm. and had a cartoon first technically, but GoBots are trash. Yeah. So if you're a GoBots fan, don't email us. <laughs> but yeah, those were imported too, so Yeah. Hasbro just got the the better stuff, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'd say overall overall I had a good amount of Transformers. I just named off some like the the ones I really remember. I know I had like an orange jet guy. He was pretty cool. Um, I had an Optimus. He was all right. You had like a bunch of uh, dollar store Transformers. Yeah, like some of the really small ones. But those ones are pretty cool too. I like those ones. That kind of went back to like that simpler, easier transformations. Yeah, that was pretty nice. We also had like two Star Wars ones. We had a um, a clone gunship, an LAAT, and uh, ARC-170. But I don't think I ever experienced those um, at 100%. <laughs> I think I only remember those just missing pieces. Yeah, you got those a little young. Yeah. You're um, a little abusive, but that's okay. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, so my experience was, I think the first time I saw them was on the playground, and I was blown away. I was like, "What? what is this? And the next thing you know, it was... It just took off. It was huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that we're talking about it today, the Transformers, is pretty amazing. Yeah. That a toy line would really make it this long. And I think it's really stuck with people in a in a good way. It doesn't really seem to have that toxic of a fandom, really. I'm sure if you go digging, you could find it. Probably. That goes for any fandom. Probably. But I think in general, people just are like, yeah. I mean, oh, well, I'll have to get into it later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But yeah, they were pretty cool. I got a lot of uh, the mini guys, like a, I had a Bumblebee, I had a Brawn, you know, so I could, 
I mean, I grew up poor, so I could get like the little guys pretty easy. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I've got, I got two Constructicons. Yeah. And that was like the story of all my combiners. I could get like one or two guys out of luck and just imagine what it would be like if I had a full one. And, but I, I, I did end up having some pretty cool guys in general. I, like, and I never had an Optimus Prime or anything, but I had a Soundwave. That's cool. Soundwave was super oh, cool. So cool. I mean, you just turn into that tape recorder, but that's fine. Man, you can push a little eject button. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of annoyed that he came with Buzzsaw. And did they ever even use Buzzsaw in the cartoon except a background character? I really don't remember. That I think that goes to show how much he was really used. Yeah, yeah I remember they used like what was his name, Rumble, a lot. I used Laserbeak and Laserbeak and Ravage. Yeah, those are like the main ones. And Rumble and Frenzy, and there's the whole thing like. Which one's Rumble? Which one, which one's Frenzy? You just never like, know. The colors. It, yeah. It doesn't matter. No one cares. It, it, you just make it whatever one you want it to be. It's the one that smashes the ground. <laughs> yeah. That's it. But yeah, they were a lot of fun. I I really I really dug them a lot, and I wish I had some of the ones I used to have. Like Galvatron was pretty cool. Ooh. I really wanted Galvatron. That'd be cool. Yeah. I gave that one away to Schmud. Does he still have it? No. Hey, if you want to hear Schmud. <laughs> Listen to our last episode. Yeah, the one on From Dust Till Dawn. Yep. He's our guest and an old friend of mine. And he'll come up again later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why he's not on this one? Probably because we don't want an episode that's going to be like eight hours long. <laughs> no kidding, yeah. Because we could go off. Yeah. I, I have um the two Masterpiece Transformers. I have Blue Streak and Prowl. I really like Prowl. Blue Streak is all right. I think I should have gotten a different one. They use the same mold, but... Those are the ones that were available, so of course I got them. Um, I got them from a comic book shop in Madison. Those ones, those transformations are... They're not the most complicated that I've seen out of Masterpiece, but I really like what, they, what they're going for with, like, let's just make them screen accurate and also transform. That's so cool. Yeah, and they do an excellent job, too. Sometimes. 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 They have a really bad issue right now where all the backs of the Transformers look terrible. Like, either they're just, like, big and blocky, like on MP44, which is their latest Optimus Prime. Like, from the front, that Optimus Prime looks perfect, spot on, like, great. Look at him from behind, it's like it's a giant backpack. It looks stupid. And Bumblebee, Bumblebee looks like his back, like, exploded. It's just, <laughs> it just looks like absolute garbage. Like, it's just a void? It's just, like, there's just so much, like, kibble from the, from the vehicle mode. And it's all just kind of like folded in on itself, just like stacked together. It looks terrible. Well, just can you explain kibble? Oh, okay. So kibble, just in case somebody doesn't know, kibble is basically like um, all the parts from like one mode. Like let's say you have your transformer and robot mode. Well, the kibble would be oh well, that's just obviously the grill. That's just of the car doors that they just stuck on. Like it's very apparent that they didn't transform one hundred percent, and there's still just like obvious pieces from other modes like it's easy to tell what it is i mean which makes sense because you know they're they are transformers they should look like the vehicles that they transform into but when it gets excessive and it just looks it just looks bad like real real bad especially if it's not incorporated into the design i should say like optimus prime obviously his chest is just the front of the truck (laughs) but it looks good because that's what his design is that that's basically cable and it goes both ways too if you're in car mode and you look inside the window and there's just the transformer's head 
<laughs> just sitting there. That's that's a robot mode kibble. <laughs> They've really come a long way. I missed out on that first masterpiece Optimus Prime, which I still kick myself in the pot in. The very first one? Because yeah. the very first one was terrible. You think you're thinking about MP10, which is, I think it's MP10, is the the well-known Optimus Prime. Whatever one was, like, he still had die cast. And yeah, well, that was, was the original, too. I know basically it, just a paperweight. If you wanted him, he probably wasn't the first Optimus Prime that they made, because that one is not very good. I don't know. It's the first one I saw in stores. I knew it was out at the time. Uh-huh. It was $80, and I just was like, I want to... Uh, yeah, that one's cool. Now they're really expensive. Yeah. MP44, their latest Optimus, is like $400. Wow. Like, that's ridiculous. And that's just their first sell. Like, buying a resale of that thing is crazy. I would love to get their Megatron. Their Megatron figure is perfect. Their Megatron is better than any third party that I've seen. But it's super expensive. Ooh, that's when I passed on as a kid was a re-release of OG Megatron. Ooh. And I still kick myself in the butt to this day. I don't remember what I bought instead. Probably something dumb, Probably you some, don't remember. Probably some Rock Lords. <laughs> and it was on sale, too, so it was cheap. And it was within my budget, even as a kid, who didn't really have any money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to get something stupid. Yeah. How about I buy, like, 10 pounds of gummy worms? I want to get into the... The knockoff stuff because that stuff is oh third party yeah ooh yeah third Dude. party one some of those are that is true some of those are truly amazing yeah the engineering on some of those things blow my mind like absurd I don't know how they do it it's yeah. it's third party like witchcraft yeah dongles if you've never seen any of that stuff and you're curious go down that rabbit hole yeah seriously there's so many mm-hmm. and some of them are like crazy cartoon accurate yeah or even like movie accurate like the michael bay ones that's that's some of the craziest because they take these terrible designs and the the most like outlandish transformations and they make them work i don't know why those guys aren't hired to work on official stuff though the masterpiece line could be so much better if they just got those people to work on it Considering I've heard the Masterpiece line is kind of taking a nosedive a little bit. It is, yeah. I mean, their their Beast Wars figures are really good, from what I've seen. Those ones really hold up, but then they run into the same price problem, because they include like dumb things like little speakers that you play some Japanese voice lines through, <laughs> and they just do that to bump up the price, and it, and it compromises the transformations a lot. So, yeah, they should just get those third-party people to work on all their stuff. There's going to be a new, I just saw this recently in one of my groups, there's going to be a third party, there's going to be a new third party party sound wave. Ooh. And it looks amazing. I'm going to keep my eye on that one. I might have to get that one. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't bought any in a long time. Like, I haven't bought one for myself in, I don't even, probably decades at this point. Mm-hmm. But I always kind of made sure that I would try to get you cool ones. Yeah, you, you did. Like, that cup was pretty cool. That cup is so awesome. Like, I thought that that was a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got you that Grimlock. That like, Grimlock was so cool. Yeah, that Grimlock was amazing. That was from one of the That's games. from Fall of Cybertron. But yeah. the, the T-Rex mode is pretty lame. Yeah, it is. 
But you know what? I feel that Grimlock needs a cool robot mode. For sure. Yeah. That robot mode was really cool. And it was really well articulated. You can get him in some really cool poses. But other than that, I haven't really bought anything. I've been thinking about doing it now that I'm older. You should. You should. And I have a little more disposable income. I'll play with them. (laughs) Uh, I almost did the other day. What'd you almost get? I almost got a hot rod. It was a third party one. Ooh. How much was it? I won't disclose that. I'll go halvesies on it. I'll go halvesies, dad. Yeah, then who gets it when you move out? Uh, uh, well, you could, well, hot rod, you can, yeah, you could have them. <laughs> what am I going to, when are you living in some college bum house? Do you think I'm going to take care of a third party transformer? <laughs> they called them hoodlum. <laughs> yeah, because they change all the names. Yeah. So sometimes they end up with like really funny names. Yeah. Or they'll just get like some designation mm-hmm. and just like numbers and letters, whatever. So they don't get in trouble, which I'm surprised that sometimes that they're allowed to have sticker packs. Yeah, they have. I think they've tried to put the kibosh on some Transformer um, third party makers. I know that recently there was like a fourth party. So we're talking like really out there um, toy maker and China was actually recently shut down. So they might start cracking down on it, but they're really good. I feel like they're just kind of like. How can you really shut them down when they're putting out such good <laughs> figures? I love that somebody, there's somebody, a bunch of somebodies have been making their own sticker kits too. Mm-hmm. So if your third party doesn't come with stickers, they'll make specific stickers for that figure. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Good fandom going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, other than that, we always check out the toy section mm-hmm. when we go to a store. We were just at Target today. Yeah. And I don't know, there wasn't anything good. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, we'll see if anything interesting comes out mm-hmm. in the new wave. Because it looks like there's going to be some interesting guys, but whether or not I buy them, eh, probably not. Yeah. We'll see. Let's look at them. <laughs> yeah. And their little plastic prisons. <laughs> yeah, because if I buy one, I'm taking it out. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to leave one of those in a box. No. What a sad experience. Yeah, that's all I got about that. Dongles, if you want to check out some really great YouTubers that do toy reviews, my personal recommendation is Thew's Awesome Transformer Reviews by Thew Adams. Check him out. He's a bit fan of metal. They're humorous. And he goes back years. He's been doing them. Like, you can find really poor, greeny videos of him. And I, I like him. He's funny. He likes a lot of, like, weird alliteration and stuff. He has a funny accent, too. Yeah, I like the ones where he will take a shot for each bot review he does. Yeah, he gets really drunk by the end of that. Oh, I bet. Just sitting there by yourself. Yeah. I can only imagine, especially that one time he was drinking the Kraken. I can't imagine editing that. That's a lot of footage, too, I bet he had. Probably a lot (laughs) of weird rambling. Yeah. And Brennan, who's your recommendation? My recommendation is Jobby the Hong. This man... I've been watching him since like 2017, so it's been about three years now. He doesn't exclusively do Transformers, although it is his most reviewed line. Um, He does a lot of third parties. Um, The main thing that I really like him for is his humor. He is strange. He is really funny. He puts a lot of editing and a lot of time into each of his reviews. They're they're like 50% reviews, 50% just funny. Um, Really weird humor. He... He does actually review it. I, I value his opinion um, 
He's got a good knowledge base too. He does, yeah. Yeah. I really I really like all of his third party reviews and he's also good for reviews on just other figures. Yeah, he's pretty fun. Yeah, I liked it when you showed that to me finally. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I kept forgetting who it was. Yeah. And then I would just space out even looking it up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, after you showed it to me, like I I like him. He's yeah. good. Next up, cartoons. I mean, obviously the G1 cartoon the best. Is it? Uh yeah, it might be. It is. <laughs> It's got some pretty poor storylines, some bad animation. Yeah. A whole lot of mistakes. Oh, for sure. But but it, but it started it all. Yeah. That first episode, those first two episodes, like that are connected, those ones are some of my favorites. Especially that battle when Optimus gets that axe and Megatron has that um chain. Oh, the, yeah. That that was so cool. They fought the on like a Star. dam. Yeah. That that was pretty cool. I really like that cartoon. And I like the concept, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked that growing up. I remember we would, like, we never owned it. We never had a streaming service or anything. It was probably because streaming services really weren't a thing. But I remember us, like, renting it a few times. No, I would I would watch them on YouTube. Back oh, when you YouTube. could still get away with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. All those videos get taken down eventually now. Yeah, but that show... I always enjoyed that show. Even if it was a bad storyline, I never really cared. It just kind of hooks you. Yeah. All the characters are so, like, defined, and all the character designs are so good, and that theme song is so awesome. <laughs> Even just all the music in general throughout the episode is good. Yeah, it's weird to read into or watch videos on the topic of the cartoons now, mm-hmm. because I didn't know it was... I didn't realize it was a big commercial at the time. I just wanted to see cool stories. Yeah. I mean, as I said earlier, being a poor kid, it's not like I was going out like demanding I get Transformers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just got them because they were popular toys, but I would just get like whoever the peg warmer was or whatever at the time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I would just get like whoever. I didn't get to pick these guys out. You know, it was very rare that I did. So to me, it was just like if I was at my grandma's house, because there was cable available, I could watch Transformers. And I loved it. I thought it was a great show. And I still enjoy watching it today. Mm-hmm. I don't have... Oh, I think I think you... Rem- I think I did borrow the first, like, two or three seasons. No, season one and two. I borrowed from a friend. I remember watching that. Yeah, so that's most likely where you got that. I remember that now. But yeah, we did watch them on YouTube as well. Yeah, and then we have... Uh disc collection of the the second series that oh. takes place after the movie yeah season three and four yeah i like season three and four i think i just overwatched it i watched it a bunch when i was younger there are a couple i don't know what they did if they just like there's a couple episodes i think in season three that they must have farmed out to another studio because the animation goes from crappy to amazingly awesome Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I should probably have researched that. But yeah, there's it, it's ones with, um, they're on Space Adventures. Yeah. But it, was, it has something to do with like Unicron and stuff. And Oh, was it the guy who invented Unicron? It might have been was a that thing, one? maybe. I don't really like that story, but yeah, I remember that looking good. Yeah, the animation was like really good anime style. And mm-hmm. it just comes out of nowhere because at that point, the cartoon was just being done as cheap as possible, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like that, though, and it kept a lot of continuity, which I really enjoyed. 
usually with that with shows like that they just kind of forget about major events but like the events of the movie are brought up and unicron's head is still orbiting cybertron you know we're just gonna have to talk about the movie now well, yeah, okay <laughs> because i, I kind of wanted it to be its own separate thing afterwards but since since we're talking about the original it's hard it's hard not to bring it up kind of dance around it yeah yeah i don't feel like doing that so the movie the movie is spectacular oh, it's one so of my good. favorite movies just in general oh yeah that movie's so great oh especially on blu-ray oh it is gorgeous oh, it looks so good and it, it already looked really good before the animation on that i remember one spot in particular right in the beginning when um the city autobot city is being attacked when optimus rolls in and he transforms out of his vehicle mode and jumps through the air and flips and shoots those decepticons oh it's so good it looks so clean like mm. just oh man i want to watch it now yeah let's stop the podcast yeah. <laughs> go watch it but yeah it really was a interesting turning point because you watch a cartoon and you're like oh great there's gonna be a movie i went there there was like maybe like 10 people in the entire theater there was like nobody in there. I went with my friend who was in the Transformers, and I can't cuss on here, mm-hmm. but when Spike dropped the SH word, mm-hmm. man, that blew our minds. Yeah, I bet. The, the, that blew our minds more than Optimus Prime dying and other characters getting killed, because I was all for that. Mm-hmm. I was excited. I was like, like yeah. it was pretty gory, too. All the deaths in there, like when the Decepticons board that Autobot ship. Oh, yeah. And just like that, main characters is getting gunned down, exploding, screaming, they got getting orange, shot point blank. Orange smoke pouring out of their eye sockets yeah. and their mouths. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so awesome. Especially Optimus's death. That one's chunks yeah. being blown off of him and stuff. Yeah. Crazy. You know, that traumatized a lot of people in my generation. Yeah. But it didn't for me. Like, I was all on board with this adventure. I was like, okay. It didn't really bother me that much. I was like, well, that stinks. But you know what? What's going to happen next? Yeah. Who's going to be the leader of the Autobots? I also like the Matrix of Leadership. I thought that was pretty cool. It gave more, I don't know, weight to whoever was the leader. For something they just kind of dumped in Mm -hmm. and almost contradicts some of the earlier lore brought up in the cartoon. Yeah, it comes really close. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh... I really liked it. I I really, I liked Hot Rod a lot. I thought he looked super cool. Mm-hmm. And I liked that he was a new guy and he was younger. So, he, you know, that was kind of like the kid attachment. He hung out with Daniel. Mm-hmm. My name's Dan. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I can, I, I can hang out with Hot Rod. That'd yeah. be pretty awesome. I do like him becoming the leader too. Although I still think Ultra Magnus would have been better. I really think. I mean, granted, it was just his destiny to catch it, you know? Yeah, that's an interesting thing I don't think a lot of people really bring up is that he was, Hot Rod was the first one to touch it mm-hmm. when it left Optimus Prime's hands. Yeah. Whether that was meant to be or not, but he, you know, he knew it was something special and he couldn't let it hit the floor. Yeah. Because what would happen? Who knows? So he catches it. And then there's this sad moment where it's like, and it's yeah. all glowy but he just hands it off yeah he's like oh okay. he just passes it along to ultra magnus who was supposed to get it yeah 
But yeah, that movie, especially the, oh, I love the part where Unicron turns those Decepticons and Megatron into Galvatron. Oh, yeah. That part's so cool. Oh, also Leonard Nimoy as Unicron. No, he was- Oh, Galvatron? Galvatron. Leonard Nimoy as Galvatron. So great. Orson Welles as Unicron. Unicron. That voice is so rich. It's so awesome. Oh, yeah. At the time, Orson Welles was about the size of Unicron. (laughs) (laughs) The voice casting in that movie is really good. Mm -hmm. Too bad, you know, you can't get a lot of them for the actual cartoon, but when it transferred over, but still, whatever. I mean, it doesn't doesn't matter. I mean, the storyline is, it's okay. I mean, I like... I like Unicron. I like that he's just chomping out on other planets. Mm-hmm. Well, like that scene in the beginning. Where he eats that, that the one planet. Other, other sentient robots. Yeah. <laughs> like that was pretty cool. Uh-huh. Oh, man. There's so much good stuff in it. Yeah. We could just have a whole episode about that movie. If you'd like us to just <laughs> go off on this movie, write in to corruptedyouthpod at gmail.com. But yeah, that movie is top notch. Best Transformers movie. Hands down. And that's not even a spoiler for later, because you know what? We all know. Yeah. We all know which one's the best one. Any other shows? E. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, Generation 2 was just Generation 1 episodes rebranded. Yeah. So that doesn't really count. That toy line was pretty stinky, except Mm -hmm. except for the reissue stuff. But all the new stuff they added to that was not good. No. And then, yeah, that kind of languished for a while. Then came probably Beast Wars. I, okay, I like Beast Wars. My uncle told me, he's like, hey, you ever watch that Beast Wars show? I catch it on TV all the time. I was like, what is it? He's like, they're, they're like robots that turn into animals. And he's like, didn't you, didn't you watch Transformers when you were a kid? And I was like, yeah. He's <laughs> like, you should really check out this show. It's really cool. He taped a whole bunch and gave it, gave it to me so I could check out the show. And I ended up getting really into it. I mean, is the animation doo-doo? Oh, the animation is so bad. But it was also one of the first animated shows. They did a lot of things that made the animation better than it, um, better than other shows at the time. Yeah. And it was pretty ballsy of them to do it fully animated. I was relatively young when I watched it. I think I was probably like 12 or 13. But the story, the stories are pretty good. There's a lot of like filler, which isn't very good. But all the characters are really good. Um, and That's one where, like, as a lot of shows tend to happen. Like, your first season is just kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. And they just throw it out to sell some toys. Yeah. And then, obviously, sell more toys, introduce more characters and stuff later. But it works out. Like, the, the writing ended up, once they started getting into, like, longer storylines, was actually good. Yeah. I liked the end of the series, too. Like, the whole the whole last season is pretty fun. There was no telling when is this happening. Mm-hmm. You got a guy named Megatron. He's not Megatron. A guy named Optimus, not Optimus. Yeah, Optimus Primal. That's that's a good coincidence for him since he turned into a gorilla. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Eventually. I don't, well, first, okay, real quick. I don't like those names. I it don't It just makes it really confusing. It did, because there was no explanation whatsoever for it. Yeah. So I was all confused. I was like, oh, I guess this is like some type of reboot. But then, you know, they're on this planet, and if they're in robot mode, there's too much energon coming out of the planet, so they would just go in like a stasis lock. Yeah. So they had to take animal, organic animal forms, mm-hmm. 
in order to plaque all the energon. Yeah, which is also a little inconsistent. Sometimes they clearly are in r- robot mode and just don't go into stasis lock, but well, you know, whatever. Yeah, I feel like they just kind of dropped that later on. It wasn't that big of a deal considering like once they became trans metals and stuff. And Yeah, that was weird. Good way to sell new toys, though, because you just redid every character. Yep. Everybody gets a makeover. It wasn't until they found the arc that from the G1 cartoon that crashed on Earth Mm -hmm. that blew my mind. Yeah, that was really cool. Because I was was starting to watch it around that time, like, on TV. Mm -hmm. So it would be, well, I could see what's on today's episode. And once that stuff kicked in, I was totally on board. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. They did a really good job with the scale, too, you know? Because, like, they're all way smaller than the G1 bots. They go in the arc, and they're just massive, and that was really cool. That whole part was so cool. Especially when, uh, you know, Optimus Primal just kind of borrows the Matrix for a bit. <laughs> yeah, because he knew it was important. Do you remember when Starscream's soul came back? Yeah. That was that was pretty cool. As Starscream likes to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a ghost. Yeah, that was <laughs> that series was pretty cool. All the sequel series were bad though. Oh, once I got the Beast Machines. Yeah, not good. Also, there was those Japanese. I think there was like one or two Japanese. Yeah, they anime. had a couple seasons. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, I don't know. All the I never really got in, into any of the Japanese versions. No, I didn't ugh, like all the Star Saber stuff, and I don't. I don't. I didn't like the designs. Yeah. And like too much white, red, blue, yellow combinations, and I don't know. That's why we recolored them when they came to the states. Yeah, <laughs> that might be popular there, but I tried watching the Headmasters. Oh yeah, season or whatever. Like after they just did their own thing, but the only way to watch it was dubbed, and the dub was awful. Oh, it was so bad. The dub was terrible. Sorry, anybody who was part of that. Yeah, because it was it was not good. It was very amateurish. I didn't watch any of the Unicron trilogy. I was of the age. I was at the perfect age to just totally get into that, and I just never watched it. I don't think I could. I don't know what channel that was even on. It was on Cartoon Network. Really? Yeah. Um, I think Energon might have come out around when you were born, so that's probably why you didn't really watch it. But those can, those other series, I totally was at the young moldable mind to watch it yeah well i purposely didn't watch it Mm -hmm. because i couldn't get into it it was the humor was just off Mm -hmm. i didn't like how the behaviors were it was too anime for me yeah i didn't like any of the transformation scenes either turn just turn into your car i don't (laughs) don't need to go to this weird cutscene where they're flying in space and it's like transform and then they take three years to turn into a car well that's just that's just to keep the budget down yeah but every time it was so annoying i'm so used to like the other shows where it's like okay i didn't even like it really much in beast wars where they went like maximize and then they would like turn Mm -hmm. i thought that was lame yeah i did not get into any of those and a couple cool toys came out around that time though like unicron oh yeah he was pretty cool my friend got one for his kid i'm putting ear quotes Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i don't know i got to check it out it was pretty cool we tried good effort we tried watching transformers prime show never got into that that 
like 3D animated one. Oh yeah, that runs all pointy and weird. Yeah, um, Transformers animated was before that, and that one was like it was weird. I don't I don't know how I feel about it because I like some of the storylines. I never really watched that much of it. I like some of the storylines, but it was the it was too stylized for me. I agree. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, they had Jeffrey Combs doing the voice of Ratchet. Mm -hmm. So that's what really I was like, I knew instantaneous, like, oh my God, it's Jeffrey Combs. (laughs) Oh my God. But yeah, I think they've, I think they moved him on to stay on the voice for the next one, whatever came after Prime. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong on that. I only watched like one or one and a half seasons of that. (coughs) And I didn't, I didn't care for it. I didn't like Prime right off the bat. I remember watching that first episode, and I was just like, nah, nah. The Rock played Cliff Jumper and just immediately died. <laughs> and there's that whole dumb thing of like the ener- dark Energon zombies, and all the Decepticons were pointy and weird. I couldn't get past the designs on it. Yeah, and the animation was really weird, too. Yeah, people really like that show. I don't like it. And that also started that really dumb thing of Unicron being the Earth. Oh, yeah. Plus, who was it, um, the main the main lad? Because you always have to have a human character. Oh, I don't know his name. And yeah, th- that's kind of irrelevant at this point. But I was really weirded out that he was with a female Transformer and would ride her as a motorcycle. Yeah, that's weird. And I was just like, I get it, she's a machine and stuff, but like, he's a child. It is weird. And she's an adult, technically, I guess. Like, I don't know. There's She's a few million years old. There was something that just sat really weird with me with that, where I was like, ugh, this is kind of weird. I didn't even watch that much of that show, so. I mean, it's different, like, I don't know. Maybe just because the motorcycle's just more intimate. Any of the new shows are just bad. Never really liked them. There was that one web series that wasn't, that was okay, where it was kind of like. Didn't even watch them. Uh, I started to, but that's the thing. Don't give me a web series. Yeah. Don't give me something where I have to go to some odd, weird website I normally don't ever go to to watch an episode of something that's like 10 minutes long. And then I got to wait like a week or a month or whatever it is for the next one. I'm not going to remember. Yeah. There's that new Netflix show coming out, though. I've got high hopes for it. Me too. What do you want out of an animated show? Good designs. That's number one. The second it starts looking cool, it's the second I start caring. If it doesn't look cool, I kind of don't care. And I think there has to be a level of maturity to it. Like the like Star Wars, the Clone Wars level of, yeah, kids can watch it. I don't think kids should be excluded, but there are still people getting their heads chopped off, limbs chopped off, really subtle character development, you know, stuff that goes into a more mature show. Yeah. One thing I'll give these modern shows, though, is that they they will kill characters off. Mm-hmm. So at least there's that. Which is impressive, I guess. Yeah. I mean, everything since, like, well, except for Transformers Animated, I think all of them have, like, killed characters off. Yeah. So that's at least good, where you can have a bit more maturity to it. But I would say what I want is tone down the human presence a bit. Mm -hmm. I don't like it when there's a bunch of screamy kids and, I don't know, excuse too youthful. Mm -hmm. Because... I don't know. For example, if you ran in the Transformers and you're in a Transformer and you were pulled over, the cop would 
just know you're old enough to drive, you would have a driver's license. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of thing. If there's a freaking 10 year old doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You should have humans in it. I feel that that is important. The absence makes it a little bit, a little bit hollow. I feel that's what was happening with that one web series. But there just really wasn't any people. You need at least one. Mm-hmm. It's somebody. Because like sometimes like if you're on Earth and they're supposed to be in disguise, somebody's got to go do human stuff. Mm-hmm. Send out the human. Also, real quick, it's robots in disguise, not robots as super fancy Ferraris. I'm just saying. They should be in disguises. Yeah. So let's get into that next. <laughs> That's a good segue. Let's talk about the modern day Michael Bay movies. I remember seeing the first one in theaters because it was a PJ thir- PG-13 movie and I was in kindergarten. So it was like, ooh, PG-13. Even though I probably have watched way worse stuff at that age. You did. Um, but there's still something about seeing one in, in the movie theater. Also, it was Transformers. And I like Transformers. I remember liking it. I still think that is the best live action movie. That's the the designs are kind of lame. The visual effects are really good though. The visual effects are really really cool. I remember that part, the one Decepticon on the highway and it's running and it smashes through the bus. It looks so good because they actually did that in in real life. They actually had a bus rigged with explosives. They flipped it and exploded it in half. Yeah, that's one thing you can't fault Michael Bay on. And I know everybody's like, ooh, be explosions mm-hmm. all the time. But that's really complicated stuff to set up. And yeah. he does it well. Yeah. I mean, there's no explosion in those movies that looks like crap. Yeah. I think later on they get really fireworky. There's they like do. all this weird firework shooting off. But, but it's not crappy, though. Yeah. It's still good. I, I still like the action. And the Chinese audiences really love the action. <laughs> I feel the storyline in the first one's good. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with the humor in it. Yeah. You know, it was I like little, Sam. It was a little edgier. Yeah. I, I like Sam a lot. I like Sam Witwicky. Yeah. I'd say overall that first movie's good. It was a good setup. Yeah. I mean, it could have been worse. Yeah. I do not like those designs. No. I don't like how spindly everything is. Like when, who was it? Frenzy or whatever was the boombox guy. Oh, yeah. No, there's just like, there, there's too much going on that doesn't, all the, none of the Decepticons look like they actually turn into anything. Yeah. I guess maybe Starscream, but even then he just kind of has a weird triangle profile. Yeah. Or Blackout, I guess, in the beginning. I think that's Blackout. I liked Blackout. That part was really that cool. That part was super cool. Ooh, one thing I'll give that movie, though, the soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack. Yeah. I watched like a 20-minute video on the soundtrack for Transformers and how good it is and how it just declined throughout the series. It did. Um, but yeah, that first soundtrack is super cool. It still holds up. I think one design I kind of have grown to like is Optimus Prime when he has the mask up. Optimus Prime with the mouth is stupid. Very yeah. dumb. But anyway. Never give him a mouth. Mask up, it's cool. I think that one works just because there's still enough of him showing through in the vehicle mode. I think that makes it work, but everything else. Jazz also didn't look that bad. Yeah, all the Autobots are kind of okay. Yeah. But I still don't like, like, you know, hey, cool that they put over a thousand moving parts on Optimus Prime at any given point in time. I don't care. I don't see a thousand moving parts. Well, I think they had a thousand moving parts on him. Yeah. But there's this, like, weird little things, like, 
we're i don't know where a human ear would be it's just rotating the, yeah it's just like rotating and stuff it makes and, it kind of busy yeah it's just too busy uh-huh. and then once i start getting into those action sequences everything starts getting too muddled then mm-hmm. it's hard to follow it when it's that busy yeah and the second one is just way too busy there's too much going on devastator does not need balls also devastator is comprised of like seven transformers or something like that oh and it doesn't even look like anything no i mean he just doesn't do anything he just sucks up some dirt and then climbs the pyramid yeah the second one i was pretty much i was like okay i'm ready to be done with this i don't like this movie Mm -hmm. i don't like the matrix redesign where it's like i don't know weird sam goes to transformers heaven yeah that was stupid all the 13 primes yeah like why are they so scary looking yeah and the fallen like they they all look like hideous monsters they look all weird and spiky and i can't relate to any of them yeah. oh great yeah your ancestors are terrifying yeah no way i did like jetfire i thought jetfire was kind of fun yeah i thought it was kind of fun to have a cranky old one yeah but still too much gobbledygook hanging off and he him. rips out his heart and gives it to optimus and then he gets that weird armor that he never uses again oh he just totally he's like take my body yeah <laughs> and so yeah he just can you imagine i would love to see that in a movie involving humans just just ripped in. somebody just tears another human apart yeah and becomes super powerful then at the end like there's a shot of him just taking off that jet fire backpack keep that that's all that bot just sacrificed his life to give you that, and you're just gonna just leave it in the desert. And you became way cooler. Yeah. There's no time limit, is there? Like, I don't know, they didn't say anything like, oh, you can only use this for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Make the best of it. There are aspects of that movie I actually don't mind. I've kind of come around to. I can't pin it down. I think I just, it's just, it's probably just a little bit of nostalgia. That's what Maybe. it is. Maybe. But the action, I thought, was kind of cool. The pretender part? Pretender, pretender. Uh, it's terrible. I think I like Sam Witwicky. I think that's another thing I can say. That fight in the forest was super cool. Yeah, even though it gets a little gobbledygooky, yeah. but that also that movie also came out or was made during a writers' strike, so they had no writers. And Michael Bay made all the action scenes for it first, and then was like, "Write a movie to this." So that's probably why it doesn't make any sense. That it's super terrible. Yeah, but. <sighs> It does not help. None of these movies really have good continuity. Because yeah. it's almost like everyone is like a sequel, yet they're like, we're starting over. Just new Transformers, new bots. Yeah. It's rarely ever the same ones. And they keep trying to introduce more lore into everything. Like, Oh, yeah. And Transformers just keep going further and further back in the history. Like, the third one's all right. Yeah, actually, I think the third I kind of don't mind that favorite. one, surprisingly yeah. enough. Mostly because they just destroy Chicago. And they start vaporizing humans like crazy. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Which I think they just borrowed that effect from uh, War of the Worlds. Probably, <laughs> but it was still cool. Yeah, it was still neat. Yeah, it was pretty... It was, it was darker. I liked the tone of it more. It was pretty funny, too. It had some funny bits to it. But that one turns Optimus Prime into just a stone-cold oh, murderer. When, when poor old Leonard Nimoy is back and he's like, No, Optimus, no! And he's like... He says some dark line shoots some point blank in the face. I do like the part where he kills Megatron. Yeah. That, it makes sense. So he's just like, oh, I'm so sick of this. Takes his axe and just rips off his head. Yeah, there's just a point where like enough's enough. Too many people are getting hurt. This is just like. It's gone on too long. But the whole like Leonard Nimoy execution. He's like, no, Optimus, no. He's like literally begging for his life. And he just gets his head blown off. 
I mean, yeah, he did he did turn to the side of the Decepticons. Yeah. And everything. But see, that also messes everything up because there's only because Optimus Prime was the last Prime, but that guy was a Prime. There are, though the Primes were like the gods. He wasn't a Prime. He just had the Matrix of Leadership. What was that guy's the name? Original Primes. Leonard Nimoy's character. Sentinel Prime. Sentinel Prime. But no, if you're talking about the 13 original Primes, those are the 13 original like leaders. No, 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 no. The title of Prime is passed down. Right, but I thought there could only be one Prime. Or there was only one. The they prime, got to the point where it's like... The Prime is the one that has the Matrix of Leadership. But Optimus Prime didn't even have it. They had to yeah, find it in a... No, they got it oh. out of a... From the pyramid, hanging on with all the the spoopy spoopy ghost primes. He might have just had the title of prime because he was the leader. So there's like I don't know. I guess you're prime since we lost. See, the that's what you I mean. See, but yeah, okay, it doesn't mess it up. I okay. How about this? <laughs> I think Prime is is the leader of the Autobots and sure. usually the one that has the Matrix leadership. Usually, in the movies, yes. in like the cartoon continuity, yeah, it's just whoever is the Matrix. That's why you get like Rodimus Prime. Yeah. But anyway, so another problem too, I mean, we're only on the third movie, but there's this has to be addressed at this one, is that the Transformers are far too susceptible to human weaponry. Oh, for sure. Hey, cool, you found like these heated rounds or whatever. You found out that that works well against them. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't but, be killing them. But they're just like laying waste to them just as easy as, or even easier than a full-size Transformer is. Yeah. It's ridiculous, mm-hmm. and I can't get behind it. This is too much. I do like the cool snake thing in Dark of the Moon, that weird tunneling big one. Oh, like the wormy things? Yeah. That were out in Chernobyl? Okay, don't bring that up. <laughs> that part it was cool when I watched it. Now looking back as a big, big uh, super nerd of Chernobyl, I don't like it, but I think that thing is cool. Also, I... I liked in the second one when the humans and the military were like working together. Yeah, you're obviously the good guys. Mm-hmm. We're going to help you. And the yeah. third one, they're like, okay, we have to send you away. We're still going to help you. You know, there's that part where the military like turns on the Autobots. I hate that. Yeah. They do it all the time. It's always the, the military turning on the Transformers, on the Autobots. And I'm so sick of it. I want to root for them, you know? Yeah. Am I the third one, too? Sam's, I don't know. Why does he have to have, like, a supermodel girlfriend? Yeah. Like, uh, it's so unnecessary. Although I do like the parents. Mm-hmm. I liked his parents in all the movies. Yeah. Like, they were, keep them the comic relief. Mm-hmm. Maybe have them go on an adventure with Sam. Yeah. That would have been a good idea. I mean, they were in Egypt in the second one. They were in, They were there. Weren't they just on vacation there? They were on vacation, and then they get captured, and then they get <sighs> they get brought to Egypt because yeah. Anyway, the fourth one's terrible. It is Age of Extinction. It's too long. I, do we even have to talk about how bad it? Isn't it just known that it's just not good? Yeah, it's known that it's not good. I like that they're the initial setup that there's an aftermath after the third one. Yeah, and people are just like, eh, Transformers aren't really good. That's understandable. Sure. They destroyed pretty much an entire city, if not the entire city. They destroyed multiple cities. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, at that point. So, yeah, I could see where people are just like, yeah, they're not good. And then you you just get that brief little tease, like, oh, Optimus Prime's going to be the oh. the original semi-design. Oh. But I'm sorry, Mark Wahlberg is terrible in those movies. I don't like Marky Mark. He's dumb. I don't like him. 
It was that weird thing where his daughter's dating the older guy. Oh my, why? Why? There's no why. Point. It contributes nothing. It contributes absolutely nothing. Make her 18. Yeah. Make her 18. It's not that hard, guys. Is that so like there could be tension between you can have the tension. dad and the boyfriend? You that could is some still of the, have that. That is some of the easiest tension to put into a movie. Yeah. You don't have to make it creepy. And all the, oh, transformium. Oh, super terrible. So dumb. So, oh, everything's good to just become cubes. So you're telling me humans get some transformer metal mm. and then make their own even somehow more higher tech fake transformers that can look like absolutely anything? Mm-hmm. Stupid. It's so dumb. I also don't like Megatron being back. Like, we try to recreate Optimus Prime, but we, we oops, we keep on making the Scalpatron. <laughs> like, that's so, stop making them. It, keep, it keeps turning out evil. Wake up on hooking up Megatron's head to it, and it keeps on making the super evil-looking robot with a hole in its chest. Or does it have a hole in the chest? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Don't care. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, and the fifth one, have you even watched the fifth one? I'm not going to. I'm, no. I will say this. Megatron looks cool. <laughs> what a colossal waste of my time that was. Yeah, I bet. I like Megatron's design, though. I think he looks pretty cool. But he's not in it very much. They ruin high rod in it. They oh. just make him look like you give him Bumblebee head. Yeah. Make him a French sports car guy and yeah. C3PO's in it. Oh, that cog. Yeah. I think his name is. Mm-hmm. You know, for some reason, like I think that character looks cool, but he'd be cool in a different movie. Yeah. Oh, and then at this point, Bumblebee had helped fight Nazis in World War II. Oh, yeah. King Arthur was there. <laughs> what? What is going on? Stop making it have to deal with history. Uh, Why does every movie have to be like, there were Transformers with dinosaurs. There was Transformers in Egypt. There was Transformers with King Arthur. There was Transformers and Nazis. It's like, calm down. Calm down. We don't need this. We don't need this. Nobody needs that. How hard would it be just to have somebody come in and be like, you're messing up your own continuity? Yeah. But I think they just thought, you know what? Who cares? People just show up. We'll let them do whatever. China likes it, so it'll be fine. Because <laughs> maybe they rewrite the storylines when they translate it, and it actually becomes something coherent. What about Bumblebee? Was really good. Bumblebee is good, and I think Bumblebee is my favorite of the Transformers movies. Not well, obviously, Not you know, live action. Yeah, yeah, that one. The design of Bumblebee is good. All the designs. The first. Like ten minutes alone. Oh yeah, that's so good. That's so awesome. And Optimus Prime looks so good. All of them look amazing. But when you see Optimus Prime at the end and he's the flat bed G one truck. Oh the front flat front end? Yeah. I don't know what those are called. Yeah. Oh, it looks he looks so good. Yeah, some of the other Transformers are still kinda gobbly gooky looking like the Decepticons. Yeah, the, they show up. I think it's because they're triple changers and they just looked weird. Why does the one? And this is a minor complaint, but why does the one look like he's got a seeker like Starscream head, but he's a triple changer? He was a seeker. That was a triple changer. The oh the the one in the beginning. Yeah, that was Blitzwing. Yeah, I know, and they kill off Blitzwing right away. They also killed off Cliffjumper. Cliffjumper. <laughs> Cliffjumper can't catch a break. Yeah. Just gives like getting introduced and dying. Like you could just invent one. Yeah, but like Braun was in that. 
and mm. I don't know. The sound wave was, whoa, oh, good. Oh, sound wave is so cool. Holy moly! I also really liked um how the seekers transformed in like that that triangle. Oh yeah, the Cybertronian mode. Yeah, that was super cool. And you know what? That's what people wanted. Mm-hmm. People just wanted them to look boxy. They wanted them to look more like the toys or the cartoon. Yeah. Just do that. Also, I'm really glad Bumblebee gets his voice back. Keep him with a voice, please. That's all we want. I don't know why that became a thing. He had a good voice actor, too. Yeah. He got his voice back after the first Michael Bay movie. And, everyone, and, just, and then it was just gone. Yeah. I wanted to stay with the boy. Yeah, his voice was dumb. <laughs> Whatever it that was. was. A, yeah. I wish to stay with the boy. Yeah, Bumblebee was good. Hopefully that next Transformers movie is going to be a sequel. It's still, like, unknown if it's going to be a sequel or not. Are they going to, like, time jump? I'm okay with that. I think 90s could be fine. 90s could be fine. I like the 80s setting. That was cool. I really like that. I actually was kind of upset at the end when Bumblebee's just like, bye, I'm I'm leaving. Oh, he turns into the muscle car. Ugh. Why they did that? I don't know. That's one of the bad parts. But I really liked when... They look up in the sky and it's all those other pods coming down, you know? Mm-hmm. And there was a lot, too. I'm really hoping they're going to bring back a lot of the G1 characters. I think those characters are really, really good. I think they would still work if you just did, like, the regular G1 storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh, we crashed into the mountain that's volcano and we're there for millions of years. That doesn't really make sense in continuity with that. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah, when you can't do it now. It's too late. What I want is Megatron turning into a gun. <laughs> That's never going to happen again. I know. But you know how cool that would be? Because, uh, there was some leak of toys for the next movie, which does lead me to believe the next movie will be a sequel to Bumblebee, just because they showed like, the outlines of Bumblebee, Optimus, and Megatron. Bumblebee and Optimus both look like the designs from Bumblebee, so hopefully it's the same continuity. Megatron's like way taller, which everyone freaked out with. Like, why is Megatron so tall? I don't care if Megatron's tall. I don't care. But that'd be really cool seeing this big, boxy, crazy big Megatron turn down into a human sized gun, <laughs> or even a transformer sized gun. Something so cool about that. So dense and just powerful. Yeah, like he's just all compact. Man, I don't even want to get into the <laughs> yeah. all the reasoning behind that. Yeah. Other than pocket black holes mm-hmm. for mass good enough for me sure thank you comic books yeah so if you're ready to move on to that unless you have anything else you oh like. comic books yeah comic books what a man we managed to transition pretty good into that uh the comic books i was a big fan i read the entire what was it 80 issue run i think it was of transformers for marvel comics yeah, we still have a lot of those too. And I went back and I we have a bunch. I found the longest run that I could that we have, and I read through it all. So Schmidt and I at one point we I had a whole bunch too, and we had a whole bunch. We managed to make the entire. We merged everything together. I just held on, like I bought like some reprints and stuff, and I had like a couple that were like doubles or whatever. But yeah, we managed to have the entire series. Some of that stuff is pretty good. And I read through it, uh, I mean, yeah, maybe it was like around 25 years ago, but I read, or longer, but I read through the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, the the entire series, and mostly crap. Some of those stories <laughs> were pretty cool. Where Ratchet finds the Dinobots yeah. was really good. When Optimus Prime dies, 
his whole head like explodes. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. Yeah, they the comics killed him off right away. Yeah. They didn't wait to the movie. Yeah. But then they ran into the problem like, well, what do we do when the movie comes out? And so they just made a comic. Yeah, I guess separate. Yeah, it was just like, here's our adaption of it. Mm -hmm. But then they still had their own line of stories still continuing. Yeah. Introducing new toys and whatnot. And they ended up fixing things towards the end, which was which I thought was really interesting because they had the writer who was uh, the writer for the UK comics. Babudiansky. No. That's the writer. Simon Furman. Oh, he's one of the writers. <laughs> he's a writer for the American ones, wasn't he? Well, he was the writer in the UK. And then so he, I was right. Simon Furman. Bob Budiansky wrote all the initial oh, the, yeah, bios were, and stuff. Yeah. Ah, I'm sorry, we're not experts. <laughs> I'm, I know he is a writer. But yeah, so he came to the States and he brought in some of the ideas they were doing there. And basically, the, there was just, it was like a multiverse scenario. Time space was all kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. Because of what happened in the Marvel comics. The Unicron's still a-coming. And so it just worked out different. Because Galvatron and Megatron are the same guy. And once they started, like, co-mingling, they started going insane. Mm -hmm. And so it got really interesting. And then, I don't know, they had a few different artists working on those later issues that ended up being pretty good. I love the covers. Oh, the covers always looked great. Of those comics. Some of them. <laughs> yeah, some of them. Um, they had the same colorist throughout the entire run. That makes sense. Yeah, because all the coloring is not very good. Yeah. I there was like I always hear when I'm reading stuff about those characters or watching the, the basics series. So I was like, and then the comic, he was killed by a super-powered Starscream. You know, they, they would just have like, <laughs> a few events where they would just kill off a mass amount of like the... The evil clone of Optimus Prime was another one they'd always hear about, just killing off a bunch of guys in that comic. <laughs> They're actually reprinting the original comic. Ooh. Yeah. I remember seeing that at the comic book store recently. Was it just like a big I'm not sure. I'd, compendium I just, of it? I just saw the cover. It was like Optimus and Megatron fighting. I just remember going, ooh, that's cool. I'm glad they're redoing that. And then there's the IDW comics, which... Who all made the newer ones? Because I know, I know I bought you like a, a couple condensed versions where it was just like different stories it was and like stuff. it was one book and it was just a few condensed stories but yeah that what? was was that idw that was idw that was part of their main series that went on forever the idw series went on forever and i really liked that because they they brought in like a lot of the randoms and gave them their own spotlight comics and everything really fleshed them all out I also really like how it takes place post-war. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I mean, I haven't read a whole lot of them beyond, like, what you have. Mm -hmm. But, man, some of the artwork in that is... He's spot on. Freaking gorgeous. Oh, it's so wow. good. Yeah, some of that I wish awesome. I could draw Transformers that well. Yeah. It's Seriously. Great. The amount of detail and stuff, I don't know how they do it. Yeah. And then there's the new run, which I really want to get into. I really want to start reading that because it takes place pre-war before there's even Autobots and Decepticons. And it's like very like political. It's about like the politics of Megatron trying to start an uprising and Optimus mm. trying to like keep things under control. And you can start to see where the divisions are forming and who's going to be on what side. And I'm really excited. I, I bet that's going to be really satisfying once it actually builds up to the actual war. I bet you that feels pretty topical, too. I bet. Yeah. I bet Just in like the way things are now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I don't have anything else to say about yeah. comics, really, other than I read all those old ones. Mm -hmm. Haven't read much of the new ones, but yeah, I appreciate the art. 
But yeah, going back to uh, yeah the basics by Chris McFeely and Rodimus Primal, they will tell you like you just pick a character, mm-hmm. you'll find out everything about that character down to like there was a purple version of his toy in. 2002. Yeah, you get the toy history, the comics history, and then I had no idea so much happened in comics because there's collectors clubs comics too, mm-hmm. where that are just made exclusively for the collectors club, and they do their own thing and they make their own toys. Yeah, that stuff is bananas. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go to one of those bot cons though. They don't do it anymore. No. No, bot cons over. Huh. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, I would have loved to go to bot. <laughs> Man, I'm all excited to go. <laughs> oh what about games video games specifically i played war for cybertron that one is pretty good i played that when i was really young though probably like 10 or 11 um fall fall of cybertron by far my favorite probably in my opinion the best that game so the character designs boxy they were and everything no humans it's just on cybertron so cool so cool yeah, I think I played the, maybe it was Transformers Armada or Energon. Maybe that's what it was. Those are, that's a show. No, there was a video game. Of it? That came out around that time featuring whatever Transformers were on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, like Optimus Prime and stuff. And it was pretty decent. Like, it was a pretty decent game. And then I found out that built off of that same engine, not released in the United States, was... A G1 game mm. where they looked like G1 characters, but it was built off that same engine. Never released here. I was mad. I was like, why do I get to play the ones from this cartoon that I'm not into? <laughs> and meanwhile, like they get all the cool G1 characters. Yeah. But I guess they kind of corrected that in that Devastation game. I never played that. I heard it was okay. I think it was like really overhyped. Didn't we rent it? No. I thought we did. I don't think we did. I'm pretty sure I've, I've played that you game. You might have played it. I did not. Fall of, okay, back to Fall of Cybertron real quick, because that is still my favorite game. <laughs> I played the online game modes of that so much. I played that game online endlessly. One summer, I think it was the summer of 2014, all I did was play that, and it was so much fun. I got so good at it, too. Oh, that was great. That was so great. <laughs> Yeah. Those games are fun, though. Those games are so much fun. I really like the stories. Uh, the one mission where you play as Bruticus, that was awesome. Because you got to see the team. You got to see like the whole team doing their thing. And you got to play as, uh, I don't know. You got to play as a few of them. And it was just you like sabotaging, going undercover and sabotaging some Autobot thing. In the end, you get to become Bruticus. Nice. And you just rip through like big sections <laughs> of ship. It was so cool. Yeah, and you got to play as... Grimlock. Grimlock was so much fun. You got to use a sword and you can like impale Decepticons. You like breathe fire in the in the T Rex mode. Yeah, but he had to like build up rage or something like that. Yeah, he had to get enough kills and he could become Grimlock for a bit. But that was still so much fun. That game was so and then they made that dumb sequel. Oh yeah, because for whatever reason it had to be tied into the movies. Yeah, and they like forcefully tied This is the prequel to the movies now. No. That's not canon either. Well, that was the idea. Yeah, that was the idea. And no, no, because you know what? They don't look anything like they do. it doesn't work. And those games were good, and they were fun. That's exactly what you want out of a video game. Now I can transform. Mm -hmm. Now I can run into guys. Things like that. I got cool guns. Yeah. 
But no, yeah, I never even bothered with that one. They're remastering War for Cybertron, I think. One of them, they're remastering. Ooh, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Are there any other games other than the mobile game that I play? Uh, I played one of the first Michael Bay movie at my friend's house. That one was fun because it was free roam. And we would always find Sam's house and then just annihilate it. <laughs> We'd be like Bumblebee and we just roll up to Sam's house and blow it up. It was That was pretty fun. I just like the free roam aspect of it. <laughs> you just go anywhere and do anything and blow up houses. Yeah, I kind of remember you playing those and it just... Ugh. It was never good. I'll no. say that. But I can make a bad game fun. And that's what I did with those. You know what? You can. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you credit for that. You will find out how to break a game. Yeah. Push it to its limits. Yeah, I played Transformers Earth Wars quite a bit. I played for a little while, like when it first came out. And then I stopped playing for a long time. Then I started playing again. Now I've been playing it like, I don't know, a year and a half maybe. And I only just started getting into joining alliances, but I'm not really into that that much it's kind of annoying Mm -hmm. that in order to because i don't want to pay to play yeah sure i might like toss out a little bit once in a while if i absolutely need something yeah nothing over ten dollars and i've not spent i've barely spent any money on that game barely i think i've bought stuff off it twice and i don't believe in that like you should still be able to progress if you grind hard enough Mm -hmm. but Man, I'm really, like, now that I'm playing it in, like, an alliance, I realize that people who do that end up, like, just advancing so much farther. Because just grinding on your own doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. And most alliances won't get you anywhere until they're higher level and have limits on who can be in there and stuff. But it's kind of nerve-wracking. Like, it's kind of stressing me out. But, like, you give me a weekend event, you know what? I may be on the bottom of my leaderboard normally. Give me a weekend event. I'll be way up there. Mm-hmm. I'll just grind over the weekend. That game has really fun designs. It does. Yeah. And they I bring really in a little that. bit of everything. All the weird ones from the comics, everything. Lots of bios. Yeah. You want to read them. Fun little storylines and banter between them. Mm-hmm. Like every once in a while, oh, you get a new bot, and all the other bots will start talking crap about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one plays with the Autobots in that game, though. The Autobots are lame. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, because I play as Decepticons. Yeah, and the brief time that I, I played for it, but I'm just not into that whole grindiness of it. Yeah. Um, I played as Decepticons, but yeah, I really liked all the designs <laughs> and everything. I mean, we had our own alliance, and we never told anybody to play on it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we had a corrupted youth alliance. Yeah. So if you if you play the game and you find it, don't join it, because yeah. it's just Brennan's dead account now. <laughs> yeah floating in nothingness i couldn't close it all down because he was still in there and didn't have the app any longer so yeah. i was like well you're in charge and i'll buy you even if i redownloaded it i'm on a new phone so it wouldn't remember my login so that, <laughs> that's just gonna be there until until it gets shut down for an activity Which might already be active. you never know but yeah anybody who does play as autobots though i will say this if you have the guys who guard your base and you use blaster and you use Nah, the Sharkticon, in combination to protect your base, you're garbage. You are human garbage. I don't know. I don't want to get too mean about it. Garbage is good enough. You're stinky. <laughs> Take we a don't bath. Like you. This is like the the cheapest exploit, like in-game exploit I've seen in a while, and it's only getting worse. Everybody's doing it now. Ah. It's taking all the fun away because they just have mini bots that come out. And you know what? I get like you want to balance a game. Mm-hmm. Because that's how that game works. You get a guy, you get a guy who does the same thing. Yeah. Sharktacons, 
forget it. No, I'm sorry. Come up with something else. <laughs> Sharktacons, it's got con in the name. Yeah. Autobot shouldn't have them. There, my rant is over. <laughs> I feel better now. I got that out on a public venue that nobody's going to care about yeah. except for Schmud, <laughs> who's already heard enough about it. Yeah. That's all I have Yeah, on Transformers, other than I love them. Favorite Autobot. Favorite Autobot? Hot Rod. Wanted to hear what you'd say, even though I knew it was Hot Rod. <laughs> I thought, oh, what's my favorite? Um, I, I would, as long as you want. I'll just edit it. <laughs> I would say Optimus Prime, but he's been ruined by a lot of things. I like him in the original series because of how like noble he is. And just a good leader. And he has a really awesome design. Iconic at this point. For sure. Um, but it might be Goldbug. Final answer. Goldbug. <laughs> oh boy. Favorite oh. Decepticon. You could call me Bill Goldbug. <laughs> so much. Oh, uh, I think that was just because they lost the trademark on Bumblebee mm. for a little while. That's my guess. Yeah. I had Goldbug. I, I, I'll I admit that. I had Goldbug. I bought him with my own money. Favorite Decepticon. I mean, everybody's got, like, Starscream. Yeah. Soundwave. Megatron. Galvatron, even. Astro Train. Astro Train. Astro Train, no. I become a locomotive. <laughs> so dumb. I'm trying to think of the ones I had. Maybe that's what I should base it off of. Which ones? Which, who did I have? Or are we just talking characters? Just characters. I mean, a lot of them kind of don't have personalities now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I don't like the Autobots. So, yeah, if you don't go for your main crew, who do you who do you have? I'm going to go with Devastator as a whole. You didn't need the talk. I liked how everyone was absolutely terrified of him in the movie, mm-hmm. the original movie. Like how Cup is just like dropping bolts in his drawers. Like, yeah. Ping, ping, ping. He's crapping his pants. Yeah. And just the way he says, Devastator. Like, you know, like man and he just messes that place up but he never talks he just does because he's like an amalgamation of different bots all doing a thing my favorite it's tough i was spending all that time that you're thinking thinking about mine um could just be Soundwave purely for the voice voice is just so cool i don't blame you he's he sounds awesome he looks awesome Mm -hmm. i hate to be like you know going with everyone with a popular opinion but i think it might just be Soundwave. The fact that he just turns into a cassette player and he's still, like, one of the coolest ones. Yeah, it's, it's either that or Shockwave. Shockwave, I just love it how intelligent he was and Ooh, how he's running the Decepticons yeah. uh-huh. on Cybertron. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he was just a scientist. He was just yeah, super BA. Favorite combiner. Ooh, favorite combiner? It's definitely not the aerial bots. <laughs> I don't mind them. I think the aerial bots are so dumb. I like the idea that the Autobots are like, we have zero air power, so they make the airbots, but... Superion, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, dumb name. Ooh, it's... Oh, man. I'm going to go with Predaking. I, yeah, I thought so. Predaking is super cool. Those, those figures were taller mm-hmm. than... They were pretty big bots. So he, they made a big combiner. My favorite is Bruticus. Partly because of the fall of Cybertron game, but I also really like how he's just made of conventional ve- like military vehicles. Yeah, uh, except for the space plane blast off <laughs> space shuttle. Who, who the space shuttle would be absolutely massive, like if you think about it, and it just becomes like a leg. Um, but I really like Bruticus. I think his design is really cool. I like when Bruticus goes to Cybertron 
and starts laying waste the entire place. And when he when he grabs Shockwave and uses him as a gun, that was pretty cool. Bruticus is cool. Yeah, Bruticus is awesome. I think the only thing he has going against him is just his intelligence. He's just really dumb. Not in the Fall of Cybertron game, though. He actually keeps his intelligence, and he's very smart, but Bruticus. I have him on that game. He's. I want the third-party Bruticus. Oh, yes. That is one of my dreams. That Bruticus is so cool, because all the bots individually are, like, top-tier, really great, and somehow Bruticus looks amazing. But yeah, favorite combiner is definitely Bruticus. Awesome. I don't have anything else, unless you have, like, more... They're cool. Um, bottom line, need more Astro Train. Please add Goldbug to live action. <laughs> Goldbug, the movie. I would like to see Bludgeon. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Bludgeon's cool. Considering he was a pretender, which was just like a dumb case, and he was a bot inside that turned into like a tank or whatever. Yeah. He's cooler when he's just skull face samurai tank transformer. So awesome. Yeah, he is pretty awesome. Yeah, he definitely would be a cool villain if he couldn't do a Megatron. Yeah. Okay, well, let's just wrap this up. Um, we've recorded a lot longer than I thought we would. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, if, you know, standard, usual, back-end stuff here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Insert here. Write in if you want. If Let us know what your favorite Transformer is. About that, tell us why. Or if you have any other... Strong, strong opinions about Transformers. Please, explain to us why GoBots is better. Take your time. We dare you. Do it, you coward. Right in to CorruptedYouthPod at (laughs) gmail.com. For all my Astro Train fans out there, we start a new Facebook page. We are going to build our numbers. We're going to get powerful. We're going to make real change in this world. Yeah, I'm going to hack into your account and I'm going to rename it Astrolame. Disclaimer, I do not like Astro Train. I think he's stupid. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, join us on Facebook in Corrupted Youth Dongle Den. You can vote for our next discussion. Yeah, what's it going to be? Ooh, I'm not going to reveal anything because we're going to just rotate in a new topic mm-hmm. with the old topics we had. Unless we find out one topic just ends up being too stinky. And Yeah, no one likes it. Yeah. But we had some good ones, mm-hmm. which we will not disclose here. You gotta join the group. That's the only way you're gonna make us talk about stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Please rate and review wherever you listen, because I'm not going over that. You're listening to us somewhere. Tell all your friends, thank you, Dongles, for listening, and thank you to our fellow podcasters for your support. I hope you have a decent day today. Nothing crazy, just good. That's right. Black Lives Matter. Donglebots, transform, and get the fudge out of (laughs) here. Dead you! Come rob dead you! Come rob dead you! They have a transformer that looks like a wiener. (laughs)